0: Listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl Janan, right here. On TKO, as you already know here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game. And of course, where they are now. So, how is everybody doing today? Man, I feel phenomenal today because today marks my first day of uh, quote unquote freedom from final exams and final assignments for the current semester because I finally handed in my very last exam last night. Man, it's the best feeling in the world and I know as of right now, there's probably some other students worried about their exams happening today or tomorrow because this Friday marks the end of exam period so if you are listening to this and you still have to write your exam well, do not despair because it's almost over and you got this and I know how hard and how far you've come listen you all got this you've put in the hard work and now it's finally time to to get the reward you know like you all got this and just don't don't worry about it okay like this is my only advice to not just myself but my friends and everybody else out there my fellow peers I should say Just go out there and get it and do not worry about the outcome as long as you put in the hard work Then you know that you have nothing to worry about and nothing to regret in the future So that is all good, man Okay So today is a very very special day y'all Like I said, it's that time of the year Usually when December comes around, we have so many great fight cards to break down and talk about and to most importantly, watch ourselves. Like, what else could you ask for as a huge combat sports fan? Like, this past weekend, we had the great heavyweight fight between Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz Jr. And this upcoming weekend, we would have the biggest UFC fight card of the year because we will be having three different um, bouts that... The champions will be defending their belts against the title challengers, including the belt between Kamar Usman, Colby Covington, and for the co-main event, we have Max Holloway defending his title against Alexander Volkanovsky, and we have the double champ, man, Amanda Nunes, who's going to be fighting off against Jermaine Durandamy, man. This this whole fight card is going to be stacked, so yes, you guessed it right, we're going to be thoroughly breaking it down today on the show, and like I said, we already had that Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz fight that we already discussed in our previous episode, and I guess you could say that things went down in a way that wasn't really surprising, but at the same time... It was pretty interesting, so it, depending on how much time we're going to have for the rest of the episode We're going to be talking about that as well And what the current outcome of that fight means for the heavyweight world And what are some of the future implications and whatnot So that's pretty much what we have lined up for today And man, okay, today uh, I'm so so excited uh, Because uh, I know, I'm not sure if you listened last week, but last week he told you that it was our 148th episode of TKO, and so you already know that today is our 149th episode of TKO, and you already know what that means, because next week we're going to be celebrating our 150th episode of TKO! And, you know, I'm just still getting suggestions from other fans and fellow, fellow people as to what we should do to fully surprise all you guys out there, TKO Nation, because we really want to pay you back with all of your love and support and, um... Everything that you give us every week so that we come to you every single week, uh, you know, deliver to you fresh new content every week and um, just keep entertaining you guys. So like I said, if it weren't because of you guys out there listening and supporting us and loving us all the time, then we wouldn't be here right now. And of course, a big shout out to our CFRU family here at CFRU 93.3 FM for providing us with this great platform. And so like I said uh, Yeah, next week is going to be pretty, pretty special So again, if you haven't already Please make sure that you do Mark your calendars for our 150th episode Next Thursday, that is, ladies and gentlemen And you already know it's going to be pretty, pretty special And 150 is a pretty special number, I guess Because I still remember when we did our 100th episode And we thought, man, that was a huge milestone That we, that we uh, came across And now here we are, 50 cents Actually, Yeah, 50 weeks later, we're celebrating our 150th episode. And like I said, I just love the number and it's a pretty huge accomplishment Because like I always say it feels like we just started two months ago But in reality that was our, our very first episode aired in I, I believe it was October of 2016 So when you think about it that way, we have come a long way but uh, deep down, it just doesn't feel like that much time has actually passed because when we come here, we just have so much fun with y'all. And um, especially when we do the breakdowns, I don't, I personally don't feel the time passing that fast. And the next thing you know, I'm just looking at the clock and it's like, wow, it's already 30 minutes and we just have to wrap it up. So that's just how much fun we have here on the show. And I hope you guys feel the same way. And I hope you guys, Get as hyped as we get here every time we break down and talk about something um, special here on TKO. So once again, shout out to you guys, TKO Nation. And make sure you tune in to our episode next week for our 150th episode. I shouldn't really say anniversary, but um, no, actually our anniversary is in October. Never mind. So yes, just let's just put it this way. Our episode 150 is going to be airing next week. Make sure you do not miss it. Alright, so there is that. And now, like I said, ladies and gents, we have UFC 245 to talk about. It's been a while that we had a really good UFC fight card, um, because I feel like the UFC, first of all, let me just clear it this way. I really do appreciate that every week or so, we do have a fight card to talk about to actually watch as fans, but what that actually does is that that because there's so, so many things happening at the same time. And if you ask me about a certain fight, a certain bout, I'm sure that I've already watched it, but I can't quite remember what, what went down because of, you know, the amount of information that is just floating around in the world of MMA. And there's just a lot of... Um, I don't want to say we're overwhelmed with a lot of fights because, you know, it's a privilege to have all these fights happen around us. And I know it takes a lot of money to have these fights be scheduled and happen and everything. There's a lot of effort that goes into it. And I don't want to sound dis- disgraceful because I really do enjoy these fights. But all, like my main point is that because there's just so many fights happening you almost forget how special these fight cards, each each and every one of them actually are. And so for this particular fight card, I feel like... Um Like I said, because there were so many other fight cards, fight nights rather, happening for the past few weeks and whatnot, we almost forgot how great of a card this UFC 245 fight card was going to be, because like I said, I'm just looking at it and the main event and the co-main event, should I say co-main events, because we have three different bouts, three different championship bouts that are supposed to take place on UFC 245, and that is no joke, like this is a pretty big deal and I can't really think of any other organization that would have championship like legitimate championship Bouts happen on the same night on the same night all on the same night So this is pretty special like I said and I'm very very excited to get right into it today So I believe it would be wise to get started with our breakdowns for UFC 245 Because I'm just scared that we're gonna run out of time because you, are, you guys already know me when I start talking I, It's just really hard to shut me up. So, okay Let's get started with UFC 245 and like I said if we have time We're just gonna reminisce a little bit about that fight that happened between and Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz Jr. Okay, so now without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so first things first, again, Saturday, December 14th, my friends, UFC 245 is happening in Las Vegas and T-Mobile Arena and it totally makes sense why they booked it in this particular arena it's so so big and i can imagine how many how many tickets are already bought and i'm assuming the arena is probably just sold out because of how um how stacked this whole fight card is so good for dana white and like I said, it's happening at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, so that's all good. And uh, if you if you can't stay up that long, then I would definitely recommend that you get a cup of coffee beforehand or something, because you definitely do not want to dose off or just um you know uh, just uh, blink even for some of these fights that I'm going to be talking about right now. So getting started with the main event of the evening, it is going to be indeed for the welterweight championship belt. And the fight is supposed to be happening between the current welterweight champion, the one and only Kamaru Usman, and he's going to be fighting off against the interim welterweight champion, Colby Covington. So this fight, I really, really love this fight, because both of these guys, if you are familiar with their style of fighting, then you probably know that it's very, very much similar, because both of these guys, they have a good taste for wrestling when it comes to their fighting. Talk about Kamara Usman first. Kamara Usman, man, his wrestling is just so good that if he demands, in a blink of an eye, he can probably take you down, and he can completely over overcome you through ground and pounds, and just holding you in place with his strong wrestling. And I was actually listening to this podcast regarding, you know, the skills that it takes to be a mixed martial artist and how. Uh, how the sport has actually evolved so that we can have wrestling as part of as part of the sport, and how including wrestling in MMA has um, given a lot of advantage to to the guys whose background is indeed wrestling. Because with wrestling, okay, think about it. The whole fight, yes, we do always look for finishes like knockouts or submissions and whatnot, but. When it comes to the point system that is used to to say what fighter won which round, well, wrestling is really interesting because if you do take a guy to the ground, then that's an automatic point for you. And if you are able to hold the guy in place, like just hold him in place so that he can do anything towards you, then that's also another point for you. And this is all because you have good wrestling, because you, you were able to take that person to the ground and just hold them in place so that they can't really... Do anything effective, and although it's not the style of fighting that is favored by fans, because when that happens, it's usually really good for the fighter, because the fighter can totally guarantee that nothing is going to happen from that other person's side. But in the eyes of the fans, it could be a bit boring, I should say. If you, if you are a casual fan, you don't you just see the guys just being on the ground and. You will say, man, what is happening? There's no motion, it's not dynamic, what have you, you know It's not necessarily the most favorite type of fighting um, According to the fans, but uh, it is very, very effective When it comes to the fighters themselves So, like I was saying, talking about this fight Kamara Usman is exactly that type of guy However, I feel like one of the main reasons why his wrestling has allowed for him to become the champion is because he knows how to, like, spice things up with his wrestling. It's not just that he wants to take the guy to the ground and just secure it and okay perfect like that's that's good for him and whatnot he knows what to throw so that the fight is exciting so when the person when the opponent is indeed on the ground he will maul him over with ground and pounds so that the other person is just completely exhausted and even if they do get back up to their feet then the opponent can't really do anything because of how much damage that person took against Kamaru on the ground while Kamaru took him down and while he was was wrestling with them, so that's a very distinguishing factor about Kamara Usman, and the same thing can almost be said about Colby Covington. And I know a lot of people give Colby Covington a lot of hate because of the pre-fights trash talking that he usually does to his opponents. And the, the persona that he puts on, I should say, because you guys already know, he loves wearing a MAGA hat. And he had um, a meeting at the White House with the President of the United States. And, you know, he's just that, that person. And he's a, I should say, rather interesting person. And um, not everybody likes him. And we've already discussed on our show how, how things go with Kamaru Usman, or excuse me, with Colby Covington. But um, that's just one of the ways, I should say, that he has um, come into everybody's attention and why everybody knows him as Colby Covington. But to talk about his um, fighting style specifically, like I said, it's very similar to Kamaru Usman's because he, as well, is a wrestler. And one thing that is really interesting about Colby Covington is that when he fights, he doesn't put out his um, power and effort at 100%. So... This is, this is really, really um, vital as part of his game plan because when he comes at you, because he's probably coming at you at like 60% of his maximal uh, power and strength, but because of this, his efforts... Are just so constant. So, if he wants to, he can probably fight you for an additional five round, um, uh, five minute rounds because that's just how tough he is. And uh, he has a very, very good endurance because of that. And, like I said, his power is just constant. He just keeps coming forward and um, he doesn't get tired because. When you, when you come at full power, then there's a chance that you're probably gonna get exhausted and gassed out. But because of this, you know, exact game plan that um, Colby Covington has, then things wouldn't be as bad for him if the fight even does last the full full five five rounds, the full five minute five rounds. So that is gonna make things even more interesting. 'Cause like I said, we have two guys who have very, very similar fighting styles. And on one hand and both of them, like not just about Kobe Covington, not just saying that Kobe Covington's endurance is just one of it one of a kind because Kamara Usman's is as well. And so because of that, it's it's just one of those one of those fights that you have to wait and see who actually does what. And it, Because things are just so similar, you have to also consider the mentality that each and every one of these guys would come into the fight with. Because that's also another big factor that isn't usually considered when things are this similar in a particular bout. You have to factor in a person's pre-fight confidence and not just the thing that this pers- person puts on like n- not not the acts that the person puts on but what they actually feel about themselves deep down and that's not something that we can have access to as um, journalists as the fans you only see that um, actually come into effect and show its true face when the person is fighting inside the cage. So as much as I wanted to give you guys some prediction for this fight, unfortunately, we really can't because like I said, this fight, I I have a feeling that this fight, first of all, is going to last the five rounds and that it's going to be very, very close. That's all I'm going to say if everybody comes into the fight with the right mindset and they're all good to go. So that's my prediction for this fight. And I'm sorry if I couldn't give you anything more specific so that you can bet your money on either one of these guys. Well, actually I wouldn't recommend you that because like I said I feel like this fight is just going to go either way because of how close it's probably going to get but now moving on to the coming main event of the evening so this one is going to be for the featherweight championship belt which is currently held by uh, the blessed Max Holloway I love Max Holloway and he loves Canada too so maybe that's probably one of the re- main reasons why we all love him here in Canada but other than that he's just such a chill person and um, he he is a champion he has been the champion for a while now but he's just there's just um the sense of uh, he's so humble you know and uh, he's not this type of person to go out there and disrespect his opponents he does trash talk here here and there but it's not it's never to the point that he's disrespecting that other person in a serious manner Like I said, there's just something really chill about Max Holloway that I really, really love. And this is one of the main reasons why he's one of the favorites amongst the fans. So Max Holloway, the current featherweight champion, he's going to be fighting off against Alexander Volkanovsky. And this is going to be pretty interesting because up until today, I actually had no idea that Alexander Volkanovsky had moved on to become the number one um, contender in the featherweight division. And this is mainly because the featherweight division, I feel like, had been pretty dormant for the past few months. Because ever since Max Holloway became the champion, and uh, Holloway, another thing to say about him is that he didn't just stay in the featherweight division. He moved up. Uh, he moved up weight divisions, fought in light heavyweight at one hundred and fifty-five pounds, and then he moved back down to his main um, main uh, weight division at featherweight again. He overcame everybody, including the former champion. Jose Aldo, who's also fighting on this fight card, but I'm not going to be talking about that probably, but um, I'm just trying to say how how great of a fighter and how dominating of a champion uh, Max Holloway has been for the past few years. And so this is mainly because this is actually I feel like one of the one of the main reasons why the featherweight division was kind of dormant for the past few months because Holloway had been at the top for the longest time and anybody that you would put in front of him, he would just beat. So the matchmakers just didn't know who to put him against anymore until they waited and waited and waited and they saw what Alexander Volkanovski was capable of and now that he's ranked as a number one contender in the featherweight division They've matched them up against one another. And this fight is going to be really, really interesting, in my opinion, because Wolkanovski, listen, there's a main reason why. Uh, there's a very, very interesting reason why he's matched up against Holloway, because he, although he fights at a lighter weight division, at featherweight, he is so fast and... Um, I feel like it's the accuracy of his punches that makes him distinguishable from other fighters. And overall, I would say Volkanovski is a very, very well-rounded fighter when you consider all aspects of mixed martial arts. So... This is this is definitely one of his um, uh, big weapons in this fight against Max Holloway. But Max Holloway too, I mean, you guys should never under, underestimate Max Holloway because Max Holloway, for this um, 145 weight division, he's pretty pretty tall. He's uh, I believe he's six feet or even a, a bit over six feet tall, which gives him a lot of advantage, mm, specifically for this weight division. Because when you look at the look at the guys that do fight at 145 pounds they're usually not that tall and so because Max Holloway has that physical advantage that height advantage over over most of his opponents he can usually fight on the outside so he can maintain his range and throw shots from a distance and not just that but another thing that Max Holloway adds 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 into the whole mix is that he would keep up a great volume of shots when he's fighting his opponents so he just wouldn't throw one punch not just a combination, but the flow of shots are just constant. So you almost have no room for air or no room for, for a single break when you're fighting Max Holloway. And so because of that, I would say Alexander Volkanovsky, and I'm sure he probably has come up with a game plan game plan for this particular bout against Holloway. But I feel like that's definitely one of the main things that Alexander Volkanovsky needs to focus on as to, Where he can surprise Holloway in this fight Like what he can do that is unexpected to Max Holloway So that he can turn the momentum of the fight in his own favor Because like I said I feel like Max Holloway He has been dominant for for all of his um, recent fights But um, if he is um, also dominant in this fight Then Volkanovsky needs to find a way so that he can completely Turn things in his own favor and just completely surprise Holloway with what he has in his back pocket. So, this one is also going to be pretty interesting. And uh, also, a fun fact about Alexander Volkanovsky. So, um, he used to play rugby before he did mixed martial arts. And right now, he's fighting at 145 pounds, but Back in the day, when he, I believe, he was actually playing professional rugby, which is a pretty big deal. And uh, when he was playing rugby, he would weigh at um, over two hundred pounds. And now look at him, like he's fighting at one hundred forty-five pounds. So he probably went through a lot of dramatic um, uh, weight changes and um, just change changes in training and whatnot. But um, that is pretty interesting. And I would personally want to learn more about that because that is a pretty dramatic change so anyway i just want to put it out there so i feel like that specific fact too that adds a lot of things to um volkanovsky um you know to his um characteristic as an athlete because what rugby is no joke you guys like uh, if he has been able to play professional rugby Back in the day, and now he he's doing professional mixed martial arts. Like That just tells you how tough of a person the this Alexander Volkanovsky guy is indeed. So because of that, you guys should definitely, definitely catch up with this bout between Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky. And now we have just enough time to talk about, I should say, one of my uh, favorite bouts on this whole fight card, which is going to be a a great great championship bout, a bantamweight championship bout between the current bantamweight and featherweight champion in uh, uh, women's MMA, the one and only only Amanda Nunes, the lioness. She's going to be fighting off against a very very tough opponent. Jermaine Durandamy so before I get started with this whole bout I want to put this fact out there that Jermaine Durandamy before she moved on to mixed martial arts I believe she fought kickboxing like professional kickboxing and there's this footage of Jermaine Durandamy uh, fighting a man, a full-on man who was um, at her weight division, and she beats this man. So that just tells you how badass of a woman fighter Jermaine Duranami is, and I've never heard of anybody else do that. uh, So that is a very, very big deal, in my eyes at least. So... That shows you how how tough of a tough of an opponent Jermaine Duranami is to Amanda Nunes. But Amanda Nunes too, man, please do not forget she is indeed the champ champ. She is the Greatest woman fighter of all time, in my opinion, she currently holds two belts, and uh, we don't really have um, a lot of people out there anymore who currently have two, like the, the belts of two different weight divisions, on their on their shoulders around their, their <laughs> around their waist. So Amanda Nunes, shout out to her, she has um, still able, uh, she's still able to maintain those two belts and be the champ, champ. So. <laughs> Listen, like this fight is going to be so, so interesting because on one hand you have Jermaine Duranamy who is just so, so tough. And on the other hand, you have Amanda Nunes who has gone through literally fire to get to where she is right now. Talk about fighting uh, Ronda Rousey. Talk about fighting Holly Holm. Fighting Chris Cyborg. She's went through everybody. And even uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Everybody... Every woman fighter, every great woman fighter that I can think of, Amanda Nunes has already fought and completely dominated over. And so, listen, this fight is just going to make it, this is going to make things even more interesting because Jermaine Duranami, I'm, I'm really interested to see what she's going to do in this fight against Nunes. I feel like um, Jermaine, Jermaine Duranami, excuse me, she would have the better um, kicking, like um, striking when it comes to kicking. However, I feel like Amanda Nunes is the better boxer in this particular bout. So, having said that, I just feel like it's going to be very, very interesting to see what is actually going to go down in this fight. And I, this, like I said, this is one of the main fights that I'm definitely looking forward to for this whole fight card at UFC 245. Oh, man. Unfortunately, we didn't have time to kind of reminisce about that Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz fights. But, oh, well, you guys already know what happened. And uh, it is what it is. Hopefully, next time we'll um, talk about, talk a little bit about the the fate of the headweight division and boxing and whatnot. But other than that, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, make sure you watch UFC 245. And this is your host, Janan. Peace out.